welcome back to my first fanfiction, the podcast where I'll read the third fanfiction that I ever wrote. How are you, Duncan? I'm good. You forgot to plug your book. Oh, dang it. Uh, you know, I went through it and I was like, that went well, but I felt like something was missing. Something was wrong. It was yeah, too short. Yeah. Sorry, everyone. Uh, I'm also the author of Caught in a Bad Bomance, which you can pre-order now. It comes out on December 5th. How come when you're doing that, you do little physical accompaniments? It's a podcast. Uh, that's a great question. I feel like uh, I have to do them. I don't know. I feel like it's like part of the speech is that I was told recently that I use my hands a lot when I talk, which maybe, I don't know, maybe you can feel that through the microphone, like all the readers, at, uh, listeners rather, uh, you can sense in your soul. You're like, mm, yeah, she's using a lot of hand gestures when she speaks. Um, I don't know. Just feel like it, it helps emulate the tone in the voice. Would you, would you agree? I think that... They tell you when you're talking on the phone professionally uh-huh. to smile. Yeah. Because you can hear yeah. it. You can hear it through the phone. That's a VO note that I've given our, our our wonderful voice actress before. It's like, can you say it again, but with a smile? Like, there really is something different about it. And I did VO very briefly once for something. And I found that just, like, doing stuff like that, loosening it up a little bit, made, did make it feel a little bit different to me. Like, for example, if I'm going to say this... You can probably tell that I did I did like a little arm wave, like, giddy up, partner. I feel like you could tell. Well, I don't think they could specifically tell. Like, what this. You doing, what you were doing with your arm. Yeah, I was waving my arm. But I feel like you can sense. I don't know. I feel like it helped. Yeah. I don't know if what you're doing specifically is putting in mind the idea of someone making hand motions. Rather, you're just... Uh, giving giving additional life yeah. to your, to your yeah. voiceover. Would you rather that I sit here and just stare at you? Please don't. Okay, so I'll continue with the hand gestures. Uh, we may have some lovely uh, rain ASMR for you, possibly. Um, I hope you sit back and enjoy it. It'll be very cottage core. I should light a candle with a cl- candle flicker. I, feel, I hope that uh, I was thinking about how it's so impossible to get rid of all the New York noises we have to deal with. I was like, I hope that people at least like someone out there, because I know city sounds are like an ASMR thing for people. I hope there's at least one person who listens who's like, I love the sounds of New York. Yeah. Yeah. The the poetry of the city. <laughs> I, the rain on the street. The I, sound of the cars running over the manholes. <laughs> People honking. Hey, I'm walking here. I'm walking here. I actually uh, used to join these virtual uh, uh, audio sessions, like when we would mix promos that we make. And when I would join them, people would get <laughs> the people got so upset with every time I would join the calls that my background was always my background noise was so loud. Every time they were like, you can tell they said you can tell New York has joined whenever I joined the call. So they had to get me like special headphones that would cancel the background noise so that I wouldn't like be distracting on these calls. I don't think it was a special set of headphones, but like I had to have a certain type of headphones that they sent me that helped me not be loud on these calls or rather my background not be loud. Uh, Give me your impression of uh, New York City on your Zoom calls. Beep, beep, and then uh, wee, 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 and then yeah. a helicopter for some reason. That a, a always happens. A lot of happens. them. A lot of, a lot of helicopters. <laughs> oh, and then like a motorcycle. Rum, rum, rum. This is good stuff. Thank you. Keep going. <laughs> keep, keep it up. I don't need to. You're going to be hearing it throughout the podcast. Uh, so we've been gone for two weeks, uh, which means that we have plenty of horse updates, right? Um, 
Yeah, so this past week, the holiday week, I went up to Connecticut to uh, yes. visit Sir Barton II. That's where, that's where we were, yes. Um, and it was so nice to see him up there uh, at the ranch, just gallivanting, kind of eating hay and like spending time with other horses. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of tough because I was thinking about like eventually bringing him back here to the apartment. Right. And it's just, I don't know. He looked so much happier there um, than he ever did when he was here. I mean, I know it was a short time and you get used to it, but still, um, you know, but that just to say he's doing, he's doing very well. Um, It was good to see him again. We're all very happy for him. Uh, But, you know, in related news, we did get a hawk. Yes, I was going to say, so I separately uh, went uh, down to, uh, went over to Montana and I got a hawk and I brought it back home. Um, So now we have a hawk staying in the place that we had for Sir Barton the second. Yeah, which is a really different uh, experience than a horse. Yeah, it is It is certainly different. Um, the hawk's name is Filet Mignon. Um, it's kind of ironic because, you know, both of us are vegetarian and vegan. Uh, so <laughs> I know, we're just trying to be tongue-in-cheek. Uh, yeah, so we have the hawk. Um, I feel like the hawk is adjusting a little better the hawk does keep trying to eat dr porridge which has yeah. been like a big issue so it's a similar situation where we're keeping the hawk and the horse separate the hawk and the dog sorry the hawk and yeah, the dog so when we i first, mean we are keeping the hawk when we and the first dog got filet mignon we didn't we weren't thinking about this yeah um but dr porridge is only 20 pounds yeah. and uh filet mignon just kind of scooped her yeah grabbed her by the yeah. talons and she was hanging out like yeah. on top of a door frame right. just holding on to the dog yeah so that was bad yeah. so we're working on that yeah um but it to be continued i'm yeah. not sure yeah. yeah you know it's 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 tough but you know, I mean, Dr. Porridge was here first, so she's she's been a real trooper, kind of dealing with all of <laughs> all of these various things that are going on. Um, and to be honest, she really didn't mind. I'd also like to point out Dr. Porridge is indeed 20 pounds. She's a skinny queen. Uh, she When she came, she was overweight, and we had to get her to lose five pounds. And she lost them. Everyone congratulate Dr. Porridge, skinny legend. Thank you very much. Uh, so I think that's it for our animal updates for this this week, right? Do you want more? No, no, no. On my, um, old, on my old podcast, we used to do a segment at the end of every episode called Snake Fact. Oh, do you have a snake I fact? I don't have a snake fact. I mean, maybe we'll have a snake next week. Um, you know, at this rate, I wouldn't be shocked. <laughs> this is a very packed house that we have here. Now, let's get back to the task at hand, which is our beloved fan fiction. We've been gone from it, from all this traveling to our hawk and our horse. And now we're back with the things that we love, um, this fan fiction. So, lest we forget, in the previous chapter, Stefani, our main character, had this very spooky dream in which there were a bunch of dead bodies of, like, different dead girls, and they were all like, hey, Bill's gonna kill you. Bill killed all of us. It was very spooky, very cool. And so they're like, you, need, you know, you need to leave. Like, he's, he's bad news. Just, you know, pack your things and go. So she wakes up in the hospital uh, why? I think it's because she was like feeling weird beforehand, which I think we believe it has to do with Bill erasing her memory. She's now becoming sick because she's remembering or something. I don't know. But Bill was in the hospital and now she's spooked. So that was where we left off. Are you ready to get into the chapter? Nathan? Absolutely. All right. Okay. The title of the chapter is Bill's Fate Was Sealed and So Was Mine. That's not very good. No, not at all. None of these chapter titles have been very good. 
I screamed at the top of my lungs when I saw Bill standing beside me. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> I wasn't screaming because he'd been portrayed as a murderer in my dreams. I like that, like, this it was a nice recap of the previous chapter yes, for me. Yes, thank you. Maybe it had been a long time since you've <laughs> yeah. the previous she chapter. She also went to go get a hawk <laughs> between these two chapters. But because of who or what was standing behind him. Standing behind him was Joy. The same I'd seen her in my dreams. Okay. This is a rough yep. start. Yeah, yeah. Gray, deteriorating, and pupilless. Nice. She's a zombie. Okay. My grandma held my arms down while Bill stroked my hair. Grandma's not fucking around. She's like, stop it! <laughs> Enough, we have guests! <laughs> Stefa, you're going to be okay. It took me a good minute to calm my racing heart and stop screaming. <laughs> She's just like, ah! <laughs> Once I was calm, I sucked in a deep breath and asked my first question. Where am I? Joins a hospital, Stefa. I think the, this might be the grandma. How come? I think, I because she's the one holding her down. I feel like it, the grandma's more the authority figure in this situation, you know? I mean, I could be wrong, but I think it's the grandma. Okay. Let's pivot. <laughs> Moving forward, uh, if Assume this is the yeah, grandma. Okay. <laughs> Why? What happened to me? You kept covering yourself with that blanket and your internal organs became too heated. What? Oh. You know, I I feel like I heard this once as a child, yeah. and I've always internalized it. I don't know if it's true or not, but I feel like it's just something you hear as a kid and you assume is true, is that you can overheat when you have a fever, and if you, like, cover yourself in, blank in blankets, you can, like, overheat your internal organs, yeah. So your parents told you... Now my parents! I don't want to... I don't want to... They're medical professionals, so I don't want to put that on them. When you were Somewhere. sick... As a kid, when you were sick, your no, parents said, no, no, no. Don't use a blanket. Don't do that to Mal and Joanne. Don't do that to them. <laughs> Someone, at some point in my young life, told me that, or I heard it from someone, and I ran with it, and I assumed it was true. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Well, it doesn't, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I told you to stop covering yourself. See what happened? I'm sorry. My grandma sighed, rolled her eyes, and kissed my forehead. No, you're right. Yeah. It's okay. At least you're feeling better. I smiled and she pushed my hair away from my sweaty forehead. Oof, she kissed her sweaty forehead. Oof. Salty. I would wipe the back of my mouth. <laughs> I heard someone clear their throat and I turned my head to see Joy sitting on the hospital bed beside me. I held my breath so I didn't scream again. I turned back to my grandma and whispered to her. Can I have a moment alone? <laughs> I'd like to speak to the ghost in private, please. She looked away, pondering whether it was safe to leave me alone or not, but she finally nodded. I mean, what is she going to do? I guess she could just scream some more. She beckoned Bill over to her and they both left. Once I was sure they were out of the room, I sat up and turned to Joy. Joy, what are you doing here and what happened to you? Which do you want me to answer first? <laughs> a little bit of sn sass there. I like that. Yeah, a good little... Yeah. um. That's a classic 11-year-old thing yeah, to say. Yeah, yeah. I was surprised to see that Joy sounded the same, even though she was so disformed. Yep. 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 <laughs> what happened to you? Isn't it obvious? I died. Yeah. I like Joy. <laughs> she brings me Joy. Oh. <laughs> they were used that as an insult earlier, but I'm turning it into a compliment. How did you die? Bill, he killed me. Wh what? You should remember, you were there. <laughs> She's having none of this. She's like, how many times do we have to go over this? <laughs> Come on. I have four more hauntings to get to. 
I was? <sighs> Bill erased your memory so you couldn't tell anyone what you saw. Wait! How did he kill you and how did he erase my mind? Why don't I just show you? Oh, that's convenient. She's going to have showing powers. Yeah, we're going to do the little uh, Christmas carol. Ooh. I looked at her puzzled and she pushed my bangs away from my forehead. A, A lot, lot of forehead, forehead touching. Yeah. yeah. She placed her finger on my forehead and a black and white image clouded my vision. Oh, she's like the giver. Yeah, she's just like, here you go, I give you an image. First, I saw me walking down a long hall. Then I saw Bill cradling Joy's dead body. Next, I saw a blue aura flying out of Joy's body and into Bill's mouth. (laughs) Then I saw Bill pushing me up against the door of the apartment. The last thing I saw was Bill carrying my unconscious body up the steps to my house. My vision went back to normal, and Joy removed her finger from my forehead. Great recap if you forget what happened in, like, the beginning of the story. There's a lot of different um, rules being established in this story, and I don't know if they're all hanging together. No. I was saying earlier this week how I could never write a fantasy. I'd say that all the time. Yeah. And it's clear that I cannot. (laughs) You're trying your best here, but this this one is kind of getting to me, because I'm like... I feel like with the others, you kind of are like you're you're edging towards like explaining what's up with Bill. Like I think you're giving her too much credit to say that she's trying hard. You, I think she is, and by she I mean you. Thank you, you wrote this uh, with with <laughs> the you. Bill stuff. I feel like you're telling a story. I don't know if you're going to be like this is exactly the reason that he right. can do this, but right. like building something cohesive. I don't right now have the sense that we're gonna get an explanation for how a ghost can show up and put her finger on your forehead and transfer a memory to you no idea i don't even know if she is a ghost like what her deal is is she is she corporeal why does she's a zombie yeah why yeah she's more zombie-esque but she can't be seen by everyone so i don't know Uh, yeah remember now i stuttered and nodded shakily What, what was that thing he did to you he stole my life elaborate please it's very like giving it's giving like Mary Kate and Ashley like or like go to Paris movie like those movies the VHSs you never watch these probably but I watched no. them a lot as a kid but they would like or like it's giving like almost like clueless too like as if you know the sassiness but except she's speaking to the ghost of her dead best friend did that so, happen in Mary Kate and Ashley too um not that I remember that might have been one of the ones that I missed oh maybe it was three yeah <laughs> Mary Kate and Ashley three. Um, There's yeah. three of them. Well, Elizabeth Olsen is, yes, is said that she's in that one. <laughs> Basically, he preys on young girls, leads them on with his charm, and takes whatever remaining lifespan you have. Hey! That's an explanation. So he, if you were destined to live like 50 more years, he slurps them out of you and yeah. he gets your 50 years. And then years. he gets the 50 years. Yeah. And he wants young women because They're then young. he can live as long as possible. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. But All by right. that logic, okay. he would only have to um, suck the soul out of like one person every 50 years. I mean, maybe he is only sucking the soul out of one person every 50 years. Maybe. We haven't seen him suck any more souls yet. That's true. He did try to murder uh, Stefani with that car. Yeah, because she knows too much. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, I don't think he's sucking her soul. Like, I think at this point he knows her soul isn't worth sucking because she was gonna... Hang on. Hang on. If you, so if you're destined to die at his hand, can he not suck anything out of you because you were destined to die via him? What? So. Oh, oh. Yeah. Uh, I don't, my interpretation wasn't that it's an omniscient. Right. Um, like date of death. 
okay. that is preordained, but rather like whatever your telomere strands are so long that you've got this much theoretical life left. Are you referencing telomere the actual thing or the book that I wrote in college? I'm referencing the actual thing. Okay, okay. I wrote, uh, for my thesis, I wrote something called Telomere, and I was like, is Duncan making an enormous Al Gonzalez Rose lore deep cut? Deep. <laughs> deep, 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 deep cut. cut. That was my thesis. <laughs> In your book, people could live forever. Yes, But they didn't, they like, kept getting murdered. Yeah. They found out about the concept of murder. <laughs> and, and suicide. And they were like, oh, you can just die? <laughs> By force? Um, but anyway... Uh, sci-fi is not my bag. But anyway, 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 anyway. Okay. That makes sense. Um, cause I was going to say he would not want to suck her life out because he would be like, well, I know she's going to die by my hand. She's destined to die by my hand. Yeah, but, but that doesn't, that's yeah, circular. That, is, that's that would never much, work. Yeah. yeah I exactly. don't, for the record, I don't believe that Bill is not going to try and suck right. any more souls. Right. I don't believe that's the explanation. I like it a lot. I like the idea of a vampire who only has to feed every 50 years or but whatever. But I mean, he hasn't, like, he is at the school. He, no one else has died. There have yep. been no other suspicious deaths we'll, we'll since see. he got here. We'll see. Maybe that's yeah. the premise. If that's the premise, I think it's rad. Yeah, he surely... I mean, he probably wants to stock up, you know, on some years is part of it. But also, he does have to move around kind of like the Cullens. He does have to kind of move around because he probably doesn't age. Yeah. So maybe, like, you know, he just has to move around regardless because he's like, well. You think he's stocking up? He's trying to get a thousand years banked? Yeah, maybe. Maybe he's he's going to go to Mars after this? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. And he's like, all right, I can take a day off now. Uh, And then uh, Stefani has a very appropriate response, which is, what? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, um... Let's say you're 17 and you're going to live until you're 83. He takes all that life away and he'll live for the amount of life he took from you. Understand now? Look at that lore. Look at that lore. Not really. <sighs> Honestly, I'm with Joy on this one. She explained it very well. Stefani, <laughs> not the brightest. Joy buried her head in her hands and shook her head. Anyway, why are you here? <laughs> I'm here to make sure what happened to me doesn't happen to you. And how are you planning to do that? I'm going to help you kill Bill. Meow, meow. <laughs> I feel like we're going to have to have that sound effect a yeah, lot Yeah, you got to put yeah. the real, yeah, yeah. This, the sound. What? I can't do that. Do you want another girl to have her life brutally cut short? N- no, but... But nothing. Are you going to help me or not? Uh, I can't. Why the hell not? I can't kill someone even if they are a murderer. <laughs> oh, come on. He's not even human. It's not the same thing. He's not human? Of course not. What kind of human sucks the life out of girls? I can name a few. Yeah, I know. I was about to say. <laughs> I can name quite a few. Then what is he? It's hard to explain. You know, this feels like a real, uh, like going back to the whole, like, can you kill a murderer thing? It's like, would you shoot baby Hitler? It's like, it feels like it's that kind of conundrum. Except maybe not. Joy is making the case that it's like hunting a deer. Right. Or no, more like hunting like like something meaner than a deer. Like a... Like a lion? I was, yeah, I was going to say a puma. But I don't know if a puma... Would a, would a puma attack you? Very few animals will attack you on sight. All right. Uh, well, I'm going to say puma. You can say lion. That's okay. What kind of animals are the meanest? Yeah. Shark? Goose? Ooh, yeah, okay. It's like killing a goose. Great point. Okay, so it's like killing a goose. How do you know all this stuff? When you're dead, you learn a few things. There was a knock at the door, and I heard Bill's voice. 
Stefa, can I come in? The goose is here. Uh oh. <laughs> he <laughs> enters body first and then that long, that long. beautiful neck. <laughs> See, that's the part that was missing in the intro to him. They're like, long, <laughs> elegant neck, strong, powerful beak. <laughs> the Bill Goose. <laughs> Solid, flat, webbed feet. <laughs> Orange like the morning sun. <laughs> powerful, sturdy breast of plumage. <laughs> Eyes like split peas. <laughs> Boy, like that that comparison just really paints a picture. I suddenly <laughs> understand why he's so menacing. <laughs> uh just a minute. Joy, hide, I whispered. Doesn't she realize it? she made them leave? She knows that they can't see anyway, whatever. <laughs> it's okay. Only you can see me. Now let him in. I was gonna ask if Bill could see her. He probably can with his powers. Yeah. He's too OP. Um, you can come in now. Bill opened the door and stepped into my room. He stood at my bedside, inches from Joy. Joy was urging me to say something to him, but every time I looked at him, fear took over my senses. I was in the same room as a murderer. The same room as a goose. I had had the right to be scared. So, um, I have to go now, but I just wanted to make sure you're okay. You know, this accent could be interpreted as goose-like. What if you made it more goose-like? Mm, like German honk. goose honk <laughs> and instead of at the end instead of going ah ah ah, ah, ah it's ah, just honk, honk. <laughs> I'm fine good he smiled at me sheepishly and I looked at Joy she was pointing to Bill and muttering the words kiss him god I sat up and threw myself into Bill's unsuspecting arms he steadied himself and kissed my head more head kisses She's a little sweaty, little woo-woo girl. She just want forehead kiss. She had uh, internal bleeding from too many blankets. No internal heating. She had internal heating, <laughs> and now she's too sweaty to kiss. It's true. I wouldn't want to kiss her. I grabbed both sides of his face and pressed my lips to his. He pulled back slightly, then put one hand on my neck and kissed me harder. We pulled apart, and Joy stood behind him, giving me the thumbs up. Bill laughed and then took my hand in his. Ah uh, ah uh, ah. Uh. <laughs> You're oddly affectionate today. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) words of love. When you have an almost near-death experience, you learn to appreciate things a whole lot more. Well, I'm not complaining. I mean, he is complaining. You're alive. He should be complaining. He kissed me again and started walking towards the door. I'll call you later. Uh, okay. He blew me a kiss and left my room. Joy hopped back onto the bed and put her arm around my shoulders. I was surprised to see that I could feel the weight of her arm on my shoulder. Quickly. I would like to go back for a second. Great. This is a sign of the times, I think, is that he says, I'll call you later. Yeah. Texting was not really a thing yet. Like, you could do it, but you had to sit there and, like, hit the, like, it was when the number pad was how you texted, so you had to sit there for, like, ten ten years. Everybody was doing it, though. Yeah. I didn't do it because I had limited, I had limited texting, so I couldn't send very many texts. Yep. So the fact that he says, I'll call you, that was the thing. And then you had to call past a certain time because you're like, that's when my minutes are free. (laughs) Call me after 8 p.m. So Um, I was like, this is just a sign of the times. I think some people will call people now. I feel like maybe that's been more normalized. Like, I think it's back in. Yeah, I think it's back in to call people who you're close with. I've seen it more You know what I learned uh, is that 
young people are sending a lot of voice memos. Yes, yes. I don't do it, but I have a lot of friends who who voice memo and FaceTime. And they're the only people that, like, there are only certain people that I'm like, yes, okay, you can do that. Like, Chanel and I, hello, Chanel, we'll do voice memos sometimes. And if she FaceTimes me, I will answer. Anyone else really FaceTimes me, I'm like, I'm probably not going to answer. No disrespect. I find that when someone FaceTimes me, I'm invariably in a very dark room. Yeah. I don't know if... I'm never in a good place. If I just spend a lot of time in dark spaces. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that always seems to be so. I, every time I get a FaceTime, which is usually from Chanel, I am in the worst state I've ever been in. I, like, just look absolutely haggard. I'm usually laying down. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I need to figure out a way to look, like, 10% more presentable <laughs> for this. But that's why I answer Chanel's calls, because it's okay if she's seen me, you know, like, at my various states of not great, so she can handle it. But, yes, in short, I understand. So he's ahead of his time. He blew me a kiss and left my room. Joy hopped back onto my bed and put her arm around my shoulders. Oh, so she's corporeal. Like, she can actually put, she can actually touch people. Yeah, you read this already. I was surprised to see that I could feel the weight of her arm on my shoulder. I read that. Yeah. Well, heck. Heck. Okay, let's keep it moving. Great job. <laughs> nice job, Steph, huh? Oh, thank you. <laughs> That's actually for me. Why did you tell me to kiss him? You need him to think that you don't know about his secret. Why? If he knows you know, he'll try to kill you. He's already doing that. <laughs> don't worry. Again, why? Why is she getting so sassy? She's coming with all these answers. And she's like, ugh, get to the point. Yeah, every time she asks him, yeah. asks her questions, he's like, ugh. Well, this all goes back to the magic statutes yeah. of 1722. <laughs> Stuffa, where do you have to be? <laughs> you know? So no one will find out his secret. Oh, right. Anyway, down to business. How are you going to kill him? Whoa, 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 slow down. I never said I would kill him. Come on, Stefa. No, I just can't. The new name for this story should be uh, Stefani the Vampire Slayer. Stefani, the Bill Slayer. Reluctant Vampire Slayer. <laughs> there you go. Um, fine. You don't have to. But I'm just going to teach you how anyway. I sighed and nodded for Joy to continue. <laughs> Joy sat down at the edge of my bed and cleared her throat. Just, like, just pretend you didn't hear this. If you want to kill him, you'll have to stab him where it hurts the most. In the balls? <laughs> that is actually what she asked. In the balls. <laughs> This is such 13-year-old humor. Is it? That no, because I also thought that. I was like, is it in the balls? I mean, that would be my assumption. Yeah. You're losing your mind. <laughs> I hate that I have the same sense of humor as a 13-year-old. <laughs> you can tell Ella's losing her mind when she does the goofy laugh. Oh. Yup, yup. Leave me alone. Woohoo. Oh. No, you idiot. In his heart. Oh. <laughs> anyway, you have to stab him in the heart to set him free. I read that as set him on fire at first. And I was like, wow, there's a lot going on there. That'd be cool. That would be cool. Set him free. Listen. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, do you get what I'm saying? Surely she doesn't. I have to stab Bill in the heart and set him free. You don't actually expect me to do this, do you? Yes, I do. Uh, Joy, I can't just kill someone. It's inhumane. <laughs> okay. 
PETA. Technically, it's not inhumane or murder if the person you're killing isn't human. That's not true. It is inhumane to kill a dog. That's true. Yeah. What about a goose? <sighs> I have no issue with geese. Really? I never, I've never been harassed by a goose. I'm not a fan of geese. I was uh, in Jersey City recently, and the waterfront is just entirely goose shit. Yeah. It was shocking. And I was like, whose job is this? To come here and just sweep the goose poop. Terrible. Oh, I don't know. The rain, maybe? The maybe rain? Somebody does it? Yeah, I think so. Wow. I don't know. I'm like, sure. There was so much goose poop. Like, you do not understand the amount of goose poop. Yeah, I mean, I'm familiar. It used to happen in Fordham all the time. You don't... I... No. I need... I cannot emphasize enough how much goose poop there was. She's so mad at me. I... I was shocked. I think about it to this day. Sometimes when I'm falling asleep, I will think of the goose poop and how much of it there was. You could not step anywhere without encountering goose poop. It was such a trial. It was like a mile long of just goose poop. Every step. Goose poop. One more time. <laughs> goose poop. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't do it. Sorry. <laughs> Still, it's not right. Fine, but when you and your entire family is murdered, don't say I didn't warn you. Joy got off of my bed and started walking towards the window, but I hopped off my bed and blocked her path. Was she going to just go out the window? She goes. Yeah. I mean, she doesn't need to go anywhere. She could just be like, and be gone. Yeah, she wisps away. Yeah. Maybe she can only wisp away through the window. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> windows are like portals to, um, you know, the beyond. So there you go. He's going to hurt my family? Of course he's going to. He'll need something to get to you. He can't do that. She has a lot of, like, not quite their thoughts about, like, morality. Like, yeah. you can't kill my family. <laughs> That's rude. Preconceived notions about what yeah. a vampire will and yes. will do. <laughs> he can, and he will. No. Well, if you don't want that to happen, you know what you have to do. I mean, he's ready to take out her little sister. Like, he doesn't even need any provoking. Like, no. he's ready to go. He's probably in pro process. That he's was fighting that, why he said he had to go. He's like, I gotta go beat up your little I sister. To, I have to go kill your sister. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm running late for my three o'clock. Kill sister. That's his outlook is, like, ringing off the hook. The he's got his palm pilot out. Yeah. He's like, come on, I've got a meeting yeah, schedule. Sorry. <laughs> I looked down and fiddled with my fingers, pondering what I should do. When you make up your mind, call me. I was going to question Joy some more, but she took a step forward and faded right through me. Oh, very rude. <laughs> to just be like, to yeet right through I'm you. out. It felt like a bucket of ice cold water had been dropped on my head as she passed through me. Well, that's good for ALS research. That's true. Uh, but also, she hot. So that was nice. That's nice. She did her a favor. Great for two reasons. Yeah. I shuddered and turned to see that Joy had gone through the wall behind me. Oh, okay. Never mind. I thought she like yeeted into the other world. I gulped and sat back down on my bed. A few minutes later, my grandma and Tanya came back in. Oh, oh she's alive. Okay. Must have been a different murder. Yeah. We talked for a while, and once they were sure I was okay, they left. They left around five o'clock. Thank you for that detail. Hmm. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be very important. Yeah, maybe it is. You're setting the write time it down here. This is like a murder mystery. Alibi. You take out the, the yeah. notebook. You're like, write it down. Yep. I decided to start on the huge pile of homework they had dropped off for me since I had nothing better to do. Terrible. I can't believe you have to do homework in the hospital. It took me a good two hours to finish all the homework, which is good since it kept my mind off the huge decision I needed to make. I can never imagine myself killing someone, even if that person killed my best friend. Mm. Murder is immoral. 
Can you tell that the author is, is very religious? Murder is immoral! I mean, I would say murder is immoral. Um, I just can't do it. I threw the textbooks on my lap to the side and flopped back onto my pillow. I curled into a ball and squeezed my eyes shut. Whenever I closed my eyes, I could see the images of my grandma and Tanya reaching out to me, their faces completely drenched in blood. Nice. Very spooky. When I opened my eyes again, my vision was clouded by tears. I couldn't bear the sight of my family hurt. I knew what I had to do. I sat up and realized I had no clue how to find Joy. She could be anywhere. Why now? Oh, by now. It looks like it just says, you know. You know. I buried my head in my hands and groaned. You called? Nice. <laughs> She's like, hello. <laughs> I looked up and saw Joy standing across from me with her arms folded across her chest. How did you... It's complicated. Anyway, did you make up your mind? Love that. Love that. It's just, it's complicated. We're not going to get into it. <laughs> get out of town. Let's go murder. Woo-hoo! Let's kill. Y- yeah, I'll do it. Joy smiled. I knew you'd come around. I sighed and looked down at my hands. Bill's fate was now sealed, and so was mine. Love, love just the image of her just looking at her hands being like, mm. the hands of a murderer. Yeah, gonna but, have to use these to kill. But this Bill is, uh, it's true. But this is the end of the chapter. Uh, what do you think you would do if you were in her situation? I think that I would not believe I was talking to a real ghost. Oh, I would do it. She would be like, so what you need to do is I'm like, say less. And I'm already like strapping in the knives. You would do it to impress a ghost. Certainly. I would love to get on a ghost good side. Yeah. And just be like, well, will you do me a favor? <laughs> will you tell me one secret <laughs> about the future? I need you to spy on someone with your ghost powers. <laughs> just give me the opportunity to be invisible for like a day. I just have a few things that I want to go do. <laughs> I have some, some business I need to sort out. So yes, I, I would certainly do it. I mean, especially if I knew he was going to come kill my family. But I would not hesitate to say yes. Uh, my prediction for the next chapter is that the way that we had Bill failing to kill her, we're going to see a lot of like slapstick comedy moments of like both of them struggling to kill each other and, and just completely misfiring. Mm, spy versus spy situation. Yes, exactly. I predict that when Bill said he had to go, that actually was significant. There's going to okay. be some reason he had to go somewhere. All right. And I think he's probably out like renting a grenade or something. Um, Maybe he's going to kill L. Oh, L. Or Stefani. <laughs> He's going to come kill the author? He's going to kill the real oh my you God. in 10 minutes. <laughs> oh my God. So if there's no episode next week, then you'll know why. It's because of Bill Kalick. I, I was murdered by Bill Kalick. So go on Instagram and let him Check know. Check in, yeah. Just flood his comments. No, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> Only if I, if I ever mysteriously go missing, please blame it on him. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I was going to say, maybe uh, Bill's big meeting is that uh, he needs to go harass some people in a park who are having a picnic. Oh, that's yeah. good, Joe. Yeah, thank you. It took me a Thank you. <laughs> Once I added another line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Thank you, thank you. Well, if you'd like... I think he actually has to migrate back to Canada. There we go, there we go. Well, if you'd like some more good jokes, you can follow us on Instagram at First Fan Fiction Podcast or on Twitter at My First Fan Pod. Or you can email us your good jokes at MyFirstFanFiction at gmail.com. And you can buy my book, Caught in a Bad Fomance, which comes out on December 5th, wherever you get your books. Ah, ah, ah. Honk. 